Welcome to Watch a Crappins, a podcast about all that crap on Bravo that we just love to talk about. I'm Ben Mandelker, and joining me today is the wonderful and hilarious and absolutely perfect Ronnie Karam. Hi, Ronnie. How's it going? Uh, hi. How are you? Oh, I'm um, I'm I'm numb. I just came from the dentist, and so half of my face is numb. I was sort of hoping. You know, that I would not be so numb for our Crappens on Demand episode, which is happening right now. But, you know, one of the perks about Crappens on Demand is that you can see my half-numb face right now. I look like I'm my... As you said before we started air, this would be the perfect day to do a Dale impersonation. <laughs> Too bad Tinsley is not on Tinsley. New York anymore. I'm doing my Dale all day. Why miserable? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Tinsley, let's put some ribbons in your hair. You can be the prettiest little... Childless woman in New York City right now. <laughs> well, Ben, at least now your mouth knows what my soul feels like. <laughs> Look at this. Look at how crazy my like. Uh, <laughs> hey there. I feel like I'm. A, I feel like I'm about to say hey there when I talk right now. Okay, enough about my mouth. Uh, I just wanted yeah. to address for people who are watching are like, what is going on with Ben's mouth? <laughs> uh, the crown is heavy, darling, and it's also on my tooth. So uh, today we are talking Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Very excited about it. I don't know if we have, it was anything we had to promote or whatever, but um, if you no, uh, don't know, we do have uh, on Mondays our Spotify Green Room. So I don't know. Some people may not be aware. So that's going to be Mondays at 7 on the West Coast, 10 on the East Coast, where we are talking Bravo and pop culture. Come join us because you can actually join in and ask questions. It's fun. So do that. And then let's move on to Beverly Hills, Ronnie. Shall we do that? It's a season finale time for Beverly Hills. Now, this episode, not a whole lot happened. Um, no. You know, Kyle started shit as usual. It's like, I don't even get mad anymore with Kyle, you know? But um, the four-part reunion did come out with a preview, and that's what everybody yeah. has been going crazy over um, on the old internet, talking about this preview. And it does look good. I mean, it looks like Andy kind of read the room. That's the yeah. basic note I'm reading from the internet. And he just kind of comes in and gives Erica a lot of shit. But it looks like he's going to give Erica a lot of shit. I'm not really sure. I don't believe it. I don't believe it until yeah. I see the whole thing. Um, the biggest takeaway for me is, God, you know that old saying, like, I'm not ugly, I'm just poor? Where, you know, you see all this plastic surgery and you're like, okay, I'm just poor. You know, that's why I don't look like Kim Zolciak. Yeah. Uh, maybe she's not the best example. Yeah. But, um Erica basically shows up looking like teeny others. I'm not sure what <laughs> happened. I'm not sure if she was paying people to like actually stand there and lift her face or squeeze it from behind or whatever. She looks totally different in it. Um, and wow. You know? Yeah. That's it's, really all it, I walked away with. The trailer was pretty darn impressive. Uh, anyone who hasn't watched it should seek it out on the internet because it's, it's really, really good. And, um, I do think they'll have enough content to go through four episodes. Um, although it looks like they're going to pad it. It looks like they have a vignette of like Rinna at Erica's house being like, <laughs> wow, you're going to find out who your friends are today. <laughs> wow. 
And Erica's saying really sage things like, Well, Lisa Riddle, she's doing that thing where she's leaning back on the couch and she's like, Some people are gonna win and some people are gonna lose, Riddle. And it's like, Cut, cut, cut. And then it cuts back to Erica, like, Well, Riddle, let me tell you. Some people are going to be tall tonight, and some people are going to be short tonight. All right, Randall? <laughs> Ain't nobody going to break my stride. Um, yeah, Erica is is doubling down both in today's episode and what appears to be the reunion on her, like, like I don't troll the trolls thing, which she talks about today. And, you know, or I do like, troll the her, trolls. I'm so bad. I'm, I do troll the trolls, and, and I'm such a badass. Ah, ah. She's, like, really leaning <laughs> into it. And, like, the more she leans into it, I think the more everyone's kind of like, just stop. Just stop already. Like, <laughs> I know we're it's all just awkward at this we point. We just want you to pivot now. <laughs> you know you know what has made it super awkward for me is, like, um, law enforcement i'm just kind of like do you guys work like is anybody is every scene i'm waiting for someone to be like excuse me this is a police department could you open up like what the hell is taking you guys do something i mean what the hell did she do anything or not this has been a long time now i need to know i need to see if she's going to be in jail i need to you know i need like the full-on tv movie and we still don't know shit you know she's still yeah by the end of the season, we still have no resolution. It's like not knowing the killer at the end of a stupid mystery. And I hate those mysteries. Oh, yeah. That's annoying when that happens. Well, so let's get into it. Okay. So the episode opens up with Dorit showing up back at her home. And uh, we hear PK, bye, 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 babies, bye, babies, bye, bye, oh, you're wearing my favorite dress, the entryway. Oh, so glad you wore that. <laughs> and um, Phoenix is at her little office desk with her little pink iPad <laughs> yeah. doing her work. And she's like, Mommy, what are you wearing? And she's like, Louis Vuitton! And she's like, Mommy! She's so embarrassed. She's like, she's like, she's like do you like it? She's like, well, with the Gucci, no. I, I, <laughs> Um, so then we go over to Harry Hamlin, who is like, oh, Lisa, let me show you, uh, the cabin where I'm going to be quarantining for two weeks on this next project. It's the Brokaw cabin. Hold on. Let me work on this tonight on the news. It's Harry Hamlin. It's Tom Brokaw. What do you think about that, Rena? That's so good. <laughs> that is so good, Harry. I'm like, um, yeah, breaking like, news. Gonna keep away from COVID. Keep away from your bony ass dancing in bikini bottoms. On Instagram. <laughs> That's worldwide, Harry. <laughs> so good. Hey, Harry. Sometimes when we sit on this couch in front of all our pillows, doesn't it feel like we're in someone's mouth? Because it's a bunch of teeth. We're in some teeth. <laughs> and he's like, your idea of camping is any floor below the 10th floor in the four seasons. <laughs> She's like, <laughs> and then she talk about double, double down, doubling down. Rena has really doubled down on this new laugh she's got. This is her old laugh. <laughs> okay, this is her new laugh. <laughs> See, even Rena knows when to pivot. Okay, even Rena. So then we go to Shan's social house. So this place is on La Cienega Boulevard here in Los Angeles, and I've driven by it so many times. I've never been inside, never known anyone who's gone inside. I, I never knew really what it was. And then seeing it on this show, I'm like, that place looks so cool. I totally want to go. And I probably paid like $85 for one shumai. But, you know, it's just, I, I feel like I really, have you ever been to that place, Ronnie? 
No, but I've been to Kill Bill. Okay. <laughs> I've seen Kill Bill. I have been to Kill Bill. I have never been to Paradise, but I have been to Kill Bill. Okay. <laughs> and that movie is amazing. I just watched this one um recently. This is where the girl with the with the chain, the ball on the chain, uh oh, fights with Uma Thurman. It's so good. No, it's no maybe. It is burned in this brain, sir. I loved oh. it. I watched it like four times for I, that scene. Oddly enough. I liked Kill Bill. I did not love it. And everyone said Kill Bill Volume 2 was like absolutely amazing. And I actually yeah. thought like there were I, – I did not think it was actually, absolutely amazing. I actually thought it was sort of boring to be honest. I feel like I don't – yeah, sorry. Well, because there was like an endless scene of Keith Carradine just like talking. Being like, well, I'm well, your guru. I'm Bill. I'm Bill. I'm going to talk to you. <laughs> and I'm like, I mean, that's my memory of it from like 12 years ago. Maybe as, as as an older person now, I would appreciate it more. But whatever. Sorry. Sorry. You lost me on that one. one right? Sorry. Way to just shit all over my Kill Bill fan moment. Okay. Yeah. I'm over here I'm like a, swinging. I'm in a no, like, no and place. I'm going to listen. Once my lips come back, I will be much more supportive of you, but I'm clearly projecting Whatever. my disappointment in, my, in the Novocaine situation onto I onto guess Kill now's Bill. not the time to bring up Diana the Musical on Netflix. Probably <laughs> just shit all over that. Oh, the greatest musical of the 21st century? <laughs> um, so then, yeah, we go to this social house, and Erica is meeting Crystal there in some like really weird green jumpsuit she just just she came dressed as boba juice for whatever reason so erica's like happy post birthday honey because erica knows we are here in the final stretch and she wants to leave us you know she already fucked up the first impression so if you fucked up the first impression leave on a good last impression and now she's just like happy bubbly fun erica in a green jumpsuit again yeah and so uh, she meets up with Crystal, and uh, we learned, you know, a few days earlier it was Crystal's birthday, so she had a birthday party, and there was like a mariachi band. And then we learned that the kids, ba- her kids, made a birthday cake, but Rob was afraid the cake was not going to live up to Crystal's standards, so he bought an extra cake. And then we see both cakes. Well, first of all, I also feel like that's like that's put a lot of pressure on the kids. If you don't, if you're afraid that your kid's birthday cake is not going to live up to standard, just don't have the kids make it because it's going to be a kid's cake. But then when we actually see the cake, yeah. it looked like a like a beautiful, amazing cake. <laughs> I was like, wow, these kids are under a lot of cake pressure. They really are. I think this says a lot about Crystal that we don't really see. We've seen glimpses of it, like the time when she was sitting and talking to Rob on the couch, and the kid came in and she's like, "Are you speaking to me right now? You are not supposed <laughs> to be speaking to me." You will get no candy again ever. <laughs> now go back to the closet or whatever her thing was. Um, and yeah, she seems like a scary mom because that's terrible. Your your husband's like, oh my God, what if mom doesn't like a birthday cake? Better get her a $500 one. Don't want to what deal if- with mom's anger on her birthday. What if mom doesn't like this perfectly made coconut cake that her like two children who are below the age of 10 created? It's not quite good enough. Let's get something from, from, you know, Republic or something. Yeah. I don't even believe the kids made the cake because even the kids have assistance on this show. You know, (laughs) it's probably that kid's fucking workout guy actually making the cake. (laughs) So, yeah, they have two cakes, which I'm like, oh, Crystal, you smile a lot. But now I've got my eye on you because Mm. your children are terrified to give you a fucking cake. Okay, (laughs) so Erica. Yeah. So Crystal's like, so how are you? And Erica's like, oh, well, honey, you know, fine, good, good news. And now, uh, no news is good news these days. And then there's no news, but it's good news. 
Who are you? <laughs> I love when Erica tries to be upbeat and fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, like, no fun times. I saw a tire on a car the other day. Bus wheels and the bus go round and round. <laughs> Erica, what are you saying? So, um, she, uh, there's like, a, there's like a koi pond and everything. And Erica's like, so I've been looking at the turtles. Oh, yeah, because I'm fun. I like turtles now. <laughs> it's a big week for turtles on Bravo because, you know, Tom Schwartz has declared that he wants to come back in the next life as a turtle at Villa Rosa. So, um, she's well, Eric is just jealous that that turtle has a damn house at this point, you know, <laughs> on his back. He's always going to have that house. You lucky motherfucker. Turtle. So, um, uh, so anyway, Crystal's saying how 2021 is the year of the ox, which represents stability. And, uh, she's like, well, I think a few people could use that in their life right now. And Erica's like, oh yeah, stability. I mean that, well, I say stability, I mean that on the roads because Tom, I mean, Tom was driving down the road and then the road just broke apart and he rolled right down the hill all over again. Need more stable roads. Speaking of oxes, Tom was riding an ox and went down a hill and the airplane picked up the ox and the ox got splattered all over the goddamn freeway. So I don't know how stable an ox is. Well, Tom's ear still hurts from the whole accident. So I'm fine. I'm fine. How are you, honey? You know, it's remarkable looking at this turtle, seeing it's in such good shape, especially after hitting Tom's car and causing it to slam off the road. <laughs> and Crystal's like, wow, yeah, this place is really good. They did kill Bill here. She's like, oh, really? Well, I hope the family sued for something because... Uh, <laughs> Tom could use the work, honey. Um, and she's like, you know, if I could just take you guys to China, I could give you a taste of everything. But since I can't, we're just on the set of Kill Bill. So, um, yeah, so Crystal's going to be wearing a dress from a Chinese designer that's going to be all gold. And Eric and Erica's like, um, and red is the color of good luck. So Erica's like, well, I would clothe myself head to toe in red for good luck. I'm going to wrap me in a whole bolt of red silk and then put me in a shipping container and send me to another country so I can get away from these allegations. Thank you. <laughs> and Crystal's like, you know, I really love friends who love sharing my culture because my culture is really an indication of who I am. Um, one of the things outlawed in China, bad cakes. <laughs> we hate bad cakes. <laughs> <laughs> so um, Crystal is saying that she hopes the night goes smoothly, uh, which of course is sort of a reference to Sutton. And Erica's like, am I still mad at Sutton? Of course! So here's Erica. Here in the season of open and honesty, after everything that happened last week, which we mentioned last week, of course, you know, it was all phony and it was lies. So um, so then Crystal tells us that one of the superstitions on Chinese New Year is not to fight because whatever happens in the New Year will represent your next year. I'm like, well, don't do your season finale party on that. We want everyone to be fighting on the season finale party. Why no would you do shit, that? My question is who the fuck sneezed? Okay, because that was that's been the whole year. So thanks. Yeah. Okay? Thanks for another snot induced hiding from a disease year. Whoever sneezed at this fucking party. So Erica's like, I can't sit there and continuously be angry, which is funny because that's really all she's done. But I'm not over it. I'll remember who was with me and who was against me. Okay, I'm so sick of Erica talking like she's in some sort of Martin Scorsese movie on Netflix. Like, I'm just <laughs> sick of it. Like, I don't need all this who was with me, who was against me, no, I'm just gonna go. It's like, just, just relax. It's either you're yeah. over it or you're not. I can see her in front of Ross Dress for Less just, like, screaming at the sky, like, well, you, how dare you question me? 
How dare you question me? You know, just one of those later, because those guys always have a list, and they're always yelling about it up and down the sidewalk, or the meth heads are all mad about something, and you have to hear about it every time you go into Ross Dress for Less, okay? I, I know every vendetta on La Brea Avenue at this point. So I can see her adding to that in the future. <laughs> so then we go to Kathy Speck House. Yeah. Um, so Kathy is, this is uh, Kathy wearing a giant coffee filter on her head. We've been waiting all Girl. season for this hat, waiting all season for the, this coffee filter bucket hat. And it's finally arrived. This is basically, yeah, like Kathy. Now now that we know that Kathy is like a total dodo bird, too, you know, you could just see her trying to figure out how to work a Keurig machine for the first time, like lifting up the little lid and then just trying to shove the coffee filter down there and like <laughs> smoothing out the edges. That's what that hat looks like. She, this is basically, this hat is a the revenge of the lady. The lady's like, you made me show up, drive down to the 405 and sunset. Well, guess what? I'm going to tell her this is a hat and she's going to wear it out in public. Yeah. So they, you know, look around the house. She's with her architect, which we know is a huge deal because she takes them to parties. And then um, <laughs> to see the architecture at Reed and PK's house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Sutton limps in, you know, she's like, hello, I can't get in. I am limping down here. Somebody, somebody. <laughs> How am I going to get across this 10 foot? pathway somebody help me so then this guy has to go and literally pick her up and carry her across the threshold into the into the into the work site yeah um so kathy's like oh this is one of the projects that i'm working on i want, I want to sell this and she's like so this is new construction she's like mm-hmm and uh the architect's like it's eighteen thousand square feet and so it's like this is huge i could fit three of my houses in here well not with my tennis court that would be unfair and basically, Kathy is planning to sell it for fifty-two to fifty-three million dollars, which is really crazy. And so, Kathy and Rick had bought it for themselves, and they were going to move into it. But then Rick had all sorts of sentimental memories in their current castle, so they decided they were just going to make this new house like a an investment property. Yeah, this was their uh, idea of scaling down. Okay, <laughs> to move to this fifty-two million dollar property. But yeah. again, I just say, why don't you just drive down the street, roll down your windows, and just throw poop at homeless people's heads? <laughs> just do that. You know what, Kathy? I think this is. I, I think you're doing the right thing, staying where you are. You, you know, I know. You know, I know. We all appreciate new construction, or as I like to call it, Kyle's face. And but this is not really your vibe. <laughs> and uh, the gates are like, great, that was fun, bye. So they leave, and now it's time to talk about the shit that's going down. And Sutton's like, it's chilly. And Kathy's like, oh, I'm so sorry the weather's like this. <laughs> As if, like, Kathy had, <laughs> had, like, you know, had some impact on what the weather would be. She's like, I'm so sorry. I had told the weather be sunny, but unfortunately, it just didn't listen to me this day. <laughs> um, so they start talking about Del Mar and how... Uh, Sutton's like, well, Erica was a little strange. I mean, I'll be honest. Like, okay, we're talking to me now? I mean, leaving Del Mar, I did have this sort of apprehension of, is this going to last? No. Of course it's not going to last. Yeah. I mean, it really, I mean, even though I'm totally Team Sutton and all this, there's no way that, like, like this, what what Sutton said is, like, friendship breaking. Even if it's Erica or not. Like, I don't know how you come back from that, right? So I don't know why she would truly think it would ever, ever last, you know? So um, Kathy starts telling Sutton that um, 
you know, uh, that they can't have like a big drama at New Year's, right? Because you're not supposed to fight at New Year's, etc. And Sutton says, I don't know what's scarier. The fact that I'm understanding Kathy Hilton or the fact that I'm trying to sit down with Erica again. <laughs> yeah, because Kathy's way of explaining it is like, well, tomorrow night, party. She's, you know, trouble. And nobody matters except... And she just shrugs and says, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, totally got it. Tomorrow night's Crystal's party. She's gone through a lot of trouble, and nobody's happiness matters besides Crystal's. Got it, Kathy. Thank you. <laughs> and I should bring an Amy Grant CD. Well, mm, you almost got it. <laughs> and you're really sorry that God made it so chilly outside. Okay, that's good. Very good. Here comes one right now. So Erica and Rena go to a restaurant. Erica's still in her Hello, high sidewalk. Hello, restaurant owning. I love right? the restaurant industry. She's doing yeah, she's doing that like I am like I think one of Erica's things is that even though she's super wealthy or was super wealthy, she like I think she really gets off in like in 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 being like I'm going to be really nice to people like the hostess and the waiters and the waitress, which everyone should be, right? But I almost feel like she does it in like this very self-aware way. Like I'm still, I'm still Jenna from the block, you know. And so, <laughs> like, there's something kind of performative about it. I feel like. And so uh, they go to this restaurant. And she goes, "Hi there, how are you?" And the waitress is, or the hostess is like, "How many tonight?" She goes, four. And she like holds up four <laughs> fingers, like four, four people. Cause I know you might know, know numbers. So four fingers there, four fingers, four people. How are you? I'm with Rena. I learned. How are you? How are you? And I think she did get that from Rena because Rena does that a lot in this episode too, where she's like, you know how many drinks we'll have? Two, no, three, <laughs> two, no, three, two, four people no, at three. the table. Four, four. <laughs> You know the other oh. the other thing that's annoying me with Erica too. I have to say it's actually annoyed me for a very long time, but I don't know why I never articulated it. And it's so small and stupid. But I hate <laughs> this is like the most podcasty internet person thing to be like. But I hate the way she says hello to people. <laughs> I hate how she's like, ah, how you doing, baby? Hi, baby. How you doing, baby? I don't know why it drives me nuts. It's yeah, like it's just like really up cool. everybody's best friend kind of yeah. thing. But then, you know, she treats service like that to make you think, like you're saying, it's performative, right? To make you think she's nice to service. But we know from her personal records that have been released that she is the worst fucking tipper ever. Because Ronald Richards, that lawyer, got a hold of those credit card bills because there was like $14 million charged onto these Amex bills. Allegedly, don't sue me. And um, he got this. I hate pens that don't work. This is for the, the iPad. Um, I'm trying to doodle on paper. So anyway, he got her <laughs> records, and it shows her Uber tips, and she'll take like a $50 ride and leave like a dollar. So mm. she's a shitty tipper. We know that from her record. So this <laughs> makes it all worse when she walks in there like, Hi, how am I? Baby, I'm a fireworks. Like, Shut up, Erica, okay? You're going to leave a dollar for four, this poor lady. Four fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> so uh they they have a table at this restaurant they sit down and dorit comes in like, mwah, 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 mwah. and yeah. um then kyle comes in and she has a new hermes bag so Rena's like oh, she's pretty what do we call her do we name her do we name her 
Yeah, Rena had something on her Instagram like, well, I just love have all having all of these um, alternate personalities. These ladies just copy each other all the time. <laughs> Talking about her wigs, of course. Yeah. Um, like Erica's alternate personalities. And now Kyle's, I guess, are hers. So Kyle has this big old purse and Dorit has like a little Louis purse. And so the waitress sees Kyle's big purse and she's like, oh, wow, okay. So she brings a new chair for Kyle to put her purse down on, which, of course, pisses off Dorit, right? Yeah. Because <laughs> Kyle's purse is worth $22,000, whereas Dorit's is only worth $4,800. So she, she's feeling very upset. I think she's like, you know, that Kyle's is like five times as more expensive. And she's feeling She's like, guys, the waitress pulled over a chair for her purse, but not for mine. And then did you notice how she brought the chair? She pulled it away from me. So I couldn't even put my purse on there. It's like <laughs> bullying. It's like bullying. Little jabs. Little jabs by the waitress. Little jabs. Jabs. It's like yeah. a Garcella waitress. And then uh, the other thing is that we have pointed out that Rinna is incapable of ordering a drink on her own. She always has to copy whoever says something before her. So the waitress is like saying that they have these tequila drinks and there's one called Dr. Jake and Mr. Purple. And Dr. Goes, Jekyll. Get it! Get it then! Get the Dr. Jake and Mr. Purple! And the, But then Dorit is like, I think I'll have a Grey Goose Club Soda in a shot glass and three lemons. And goes, two! Two of those, please! Two! Two! Uh, this is where she changes her number because she's ordering the Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Purple. So she's like, so we'll take two! No! No three! No two! No three! So then they all get this Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Purple, which, you know, now's not no. the time to really come after. Yeah, but they got three Dr. Jekyll and Mr. I, Purple. No, I thought that they got, Kyle got the Dr. Jekyll, and then Dorit and Erica and Rinna all got the tequila with the lemon. I don't know, but I'll tell you what was in that, what was in Dorit's drink with the lemon. Caucusing! I don't know when Dorit, I don't know if Dorit decided to change her whole, like, personality this year but she's like i'm one of the people now and i will leave the carcass in my drink okay <laughs> there was no carcass out when she ordered Wait, what the carcass and mean the lemon rind or something or is that yeah, what that don't means? you remember that... at the first god that cracked me up the oh first time she my did god that. She's like, i forgot I like about a vodka that. with some soda and some ice and some lime carcass out <laughs> I forgot about that carcasses. She gets so violent when she orders her drinks. I just felt like my interpretation of the scene was that Rinna, the waitress, was like, you want this one? She was like, yes. And then Dorit's like, how about this one? Yes. Like, whatever whatever (laughs) cocktail was, like, named last. It's like, do you want want some of the water that we found in an old tire? Yes. (laughs) What are those? <laughs> I know I was waiting for hot. T- you got a hot toddy. You got a hot toddy. You got a hot toddy. I know, me too. Uh, so Kyle's like, well, you know, guys, we don't need to name my purses. They don't have names like your wigs, Goldilocks. I'm like, well, that's that figures. That bitch stole too. Yeah. <laughs> so then Erica's like, oh, you know, these ladies. She's telling us these ladies are so fun, so delightful. That's why I love them. This year has been so rough on me. <laughs> I like Erica oh talking about how she loves how playful and fun these women are, as if, like, that's Erica's natural state. <laughs> like, we've seen nothing over the past six years, six or seven years, that indicates that Erica's normal vibe is just playful and fun and not so serious all the time. Yeah, and, and the playful thing is funny, too, because you know Kyle's not going to let this be playful and fun. Even though no. R- Rena is cheering like she's at a football game. Or so, <laughs> like, they bring her the drink, and the lady's like, okay, but now everybody take your little purple vial and pour it over your drink. And she's like, ah, 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 ah,
cheers. And Rena's like on a roller coaster. She's like, <laughs> and her Kyle spilling all over the place. Yeah, yeah. When she toasted, she was like, boom. <laughs> and then like it was such a hostile toast. And then um and then Kyle, I don't know, I don't know if it came with a drink. I don't know what was going on, but Kyle had some sort of like strobe light under her cocktail. And I feel like it was some effect that was added in. Like she actually came with her own strobe light to feel like the paparazzi were taking photos of her or something. I don't know what it was, <laughs> yeah. but I was like, someone at this table is going to be severely impacted by that strobe. So after they have a two excited cheers, Kyle's like, so how is everybody looking basically at Erica? And Erica's like, oh, okay, fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. There's days where I'm controlled, and there's days where I want to fight everyone in the street. I mean, at what point do I get to punch back? Yeah, and so... <laughs> You've done enough. You have done enough. Your family has done enough, ma'am. You're not in the punching back position. Yeah. Okay? Well, let's first, like, let's first deal let's let the let's let the victims do the punching back first okay so uh kyle of course is <laughs> that one now says well are you in a good place with sutton and erica's like well i'm in a good place with myself and that's what's most important so uh that is kyle's a good like, thing to hear so kyle's like let me destroy that <laughs> yeah kyle's like well i talked to her and she said that she still feels how she feels i mean she still feels like you're not being honest about the car accident just fully like whatever like this tenuous pieces between the two of them she just comes in and just shatters it yeah. so like fuck that bitch my story is true it will always be the same and it will never change tom had an accident and he uh, 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 uh it was uh well was i know it's film film it's a film it's a, two, it's a words. It's two words all right so it's uh, uh it was uh her B or oh, two syllables. Uh Beaches. Love Bug. Love Bug. He was in a love bug. Yes, that's right. <laughs> so they're trying to help her because <laughs> he's like, My story will never change. Uh line, <laughs> line, line for my story. Please. It was a cold and snowy night. Yes, cold and snowy night. You had me at hello. Yes, yes, the human brain was eight ounces. Renee Zellweger was in the passenger seat. That was the affair. Yes, of course. Renee Zellweger. Show me the money, baby. Show me the money. And if it weren't for Bonnie Hunt calling Renee Zellweger at that moment, they never would have driven off the road. You never would have found out. So Erica's like, oh, yeah, you know, uh, I didn't see her here for them for hours. That's right, Doreen. And, uh, yeah, and my son helped me look for him. I revealed that in the key to you. guys remember that, right? You remember that part, right? And they're like, uh, no. No. <laughs> and then they show the clip of her not mentioning the son at all when she talks about it. Because... And he's like, well, he couldn't He couldn't tell me where he was. But, like, he was, he was off duty, so he helped me find him, even though he was actually on duty. And I think we all t- – I did – mention of course that Shaka Khan was involved in the search efforts right uh, well I mentioned that right <laughs> um so Kyle's like um actually no I don't think you did say any of that and so of course to us Kyle's like why just these little bits and pieces Erica this is very confusing and Erica's like well you're gonna call me a liar bitch you wanna get sucked in the fucking mouth bitch <laughs> I'm like you've literally lied about where you stand with Sutton already in this episode so, you know, so um, Kyle's like, well, you just I'm got s- caught lying right now in the same sentence that you never lie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So Kyle's like, I'm going to say something 
and I don't want you to get mad, okay? Like I'm I'm not gonna get mad. What what about me yelling at you? Bitch, do you want to get socked in the fucking mouth? Indicates that I would ever get mad at anything, right? I'm a happy person. We'll have four more cocktails. Four, the number four. Three, four, six, nine, 12, 15. I don't even know what I'm doing anymore, but Uh-oh. it's fine. Someone turned off the TV. Someone turned off the lottery, okay? It's driving me to mad. So Kyle's like, your Instagram posts and your comments, I just, I don't think it looks good in the court of public opinion. And Erica starts laughing. She's like, come on, Kyle. I mean, do I troll the trolls? I sure do. You know, I even went to the trolls movie and I said, sit down, <laughs> Kelly Clark. Sit your Ross King, you know, bitch. You want to get socked in the fights? And then I threw a hot dog at the screen. Oh, it was great. So, so Rena's like, oh, I've gotten into some trouble trolling the trolls. I have, I have. And then Rena tells us, it's very tricky when you go political. I've gotten into trouble over QVC over saying things, and there's a consequence to it. So I worry about that for Erica. But of course, she doesn't say anything in this moment. And of course, also somehow this gets away from Kyle's point because Kyle does not hammer at home like she does with other things. And so, you know, Rena goes, you know what? For as much trouble as I got in, sometimes I say that felt good. That felt good. So, sort of just letting Eric. It's not that it's letting Eric off the hook. It's like Kyle's put basically saying, like, you have to start thinking about your public image a little bit more. And Rena's basically saying, no, you don't have to worry about that. Like she's sort of coddling her. Like doesn't want her to feel bad about the post that she's putting up there. Right. So Erica's like, damned if you do, damned if you don't. So then uh, Rena's like, fuck it. And they just crack up and cheers. So that that advice didn't go over very well. So then we go over to Garcelle with her glam squad, um, Robert. Robert. (laughs) Not spelled like the French way, not like Robert in French. It's literally (laughs) R-O-B-E-A-R. It's literally Robert. Robert. (laughs) (laughs) Someone So she's talking about the date that she went on, and we see a clip of it, and it's like a parking lot tailgating date. Yeah. And he is just the cheesiest guy. Yeah. It's like he's like when, a total cheese ball. It's kind of like when Pontiac went out of business and you wonder what happened to all the Pontiac salesmen. Here they are. Like on a tailgating <laughs> date with Garcelle. <laughs> and he's uncomfortable because the date starts off in the trunk space. He's like, Oh god. <laughs> we just got here so fast. So it's really awkward. And Garcelle's basically like, um his pictures are this shirtless guy with abs, and then a Pontiac dealer shows up. So fuck this. I'm not even doing online anymore. Yeah. So that's her storyline summed up for the so, year. Yeah, She's like, her- <laughs> I tried online dating one time and then I quit. See you in season three. Yeah, we need to do more for Garcelle, I feel like. This was not this was not great. So um then uh we go to Crystal who's in glam and uh Rob walks in and she likes his shoes and she's like, Ooh, who are you wearing? Who are they? He's like, uh, it's Fred and George. It's I'm sort of like uh trying out some new concepts for the shoe king. I think it's I think Disney's gonna love it. Okay, it's about a shoe that lifts up another shoe, and then that first shoe gets killed. Okay, I think people are going to love it. <laughs> um, yeah, and she's like, but who are they by? He's like, Alexander McQueen. She's like, Alexander and McQueen. Yeah, I didn't really get any of that. <laughs> was, but then, was, yeah. yeah, so Not then uh, Erica's getting a lot of hair put on, and poor Erica can't even afford hair that matches her current hair, or however mm. you do it. Like, you can't afford the attachments that are the same color as your now probably wash in dye or whatever the hell she's using. So she's wearing one 
one color is a clip-on and then the rest hanging down. It's just it's just so yeah. sad. And Rinna's also in glam and she has a wig that's sort of like a bob. And she's like, what do we name her? What do we name her? And so her hair guy's like, well, why don't we name it Uma? Because it kind of looks like Uma in Pulp Fiction. And then it's like, also, they're going to be going to the Kill Bill place. So Rinna's like, you know what? How fabulous! Oh, oh, oh my god! They just cut away from her. <laughs> yeah, just gasping for air like a fish left on a boat, you know, just like <laughs> caught and left on the floor of a boat. Flopping around. Uh, yeah. So then uh, Crystal FaceTime Sutton for some reason, and they compliment each other's clothes, of course. And uh, Sutton's like, well, I felt like when we were leaving Del Mar, we were in a good place. And Crystal's like, yeah, you know, it's just like, it's always been hard with us, but I just wanted you to know I had a good time with you that time. Like, if you were a cake, you were definitely passable on that trip. <laughs> yeah, you were definitely so. uh, uh, you were definitely a properly made cake, not some amateur coconut bullshit. <laughs> children, you better think hard next time you make a cake for mommy. That was a passable cake. I would have fed that cake to the staff. So that's where we stand. <laughs> so then, let's go to the year of the ox party. Yeah. Um. So everyone's arriving. Crystal is in the famous golden dress. It is gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous. And um, uh, they uh, people are there. So Crystal's mom shows up with her boyfriend Marshall, who's so adorable. And um, you know, and she loves Marshall. Kathy shows up with Kathy shows up with old last queen Elliot Mintz (laughs) in one of the sequin jackets from Amazon. Girl, I love some Elliot Mintz. Now we find out that Elliot was the one who Rinna got stuck with when everybody got up at Dorit's house and went to the bathroom together, which led to the famous. Were people doing coke in your bathroom? <laughs> Were they? <laughs> this is a serious question, so I'm just going to do this once. Were people doing coke in your bathroom? <laughs> Elliot, you know what I always think about with Elliot Mintz, actually, even beyond the coke in the bathroom moment? Um, there was some time in the aughts, I think it was, when Paris was in some sort of scandal or whatever, or something was going on, and like at, at, I think it was at like a club, and so he like showed up, because I think he do, he's in publicity, and he... <laughs> He had gone to some very bad spray tanning place, and he was literally orange in this photo. I don't know if you remember that photo. Do you remember that photo of Elliot Mintz being orange? I will pull it up. No, but he still looks like that. I mean, he really does like... He looks like if you ate him, he'd be good for your digestive system. You know what I mean? (laughs) So Kathy's like, this is my friend Elliot. He is funnier than anyone you've ever met. (laughs) Cut to Elliot. Kathy goes, Elliot, I love your jacket. And he goes, I call it Cabernet, because it looks like Cabernet. And Rob's like, oh, really? Because I call it Bordeaux. Foiled! My Cabernet joke was foiled. Motherfucker, you're never going to work in this town again, Lion King. <laughs> All right, Ronnie, I'm going to send you right now this Elliot Mintz photo. This is what I always think of with him. I just texted it to you. and uh... Oh, my God. Yeah, this is... <laughs> This is this is something. Jeez. And this was well, we have t- to show people now because it's crap and on demand. So yeah, Can also you, okay. Ron's oh, an H E I C. I hate that they're changing all these internet pictures. Like, yeah, what is have H-E-I-C? you noticed? They're starting to do. Uh, they're starting to do Web P. Like that's their new uh-huh. thing. So you can't just. Use it in Photoshop. I can still screenshot it and then use it in Photoshop. Yeah, you dumbasses! People. But congratulations on coming up with a whole new fucking file system that I, whatever. People make me crazy. Okay, here he is, guys. That was all 
just a little thin <laughs> so we could get to this picture. Well, well and it, the, th- the thing is this, is that like these days it's not so crazy to see. I mean, it is crazy, but it's we see people like that on TV all the time. I mean, people like voluntarily make their faces just like neon yellow and they think it's it looks like okay. And uh, but at that time, like he was a real pioneer for like a like a. <laughs> for this kind of bronzer. No, this and, is crazy. I mean, he yeah. looks like the first gay president. <laughs> he literally looks like a jack-o'-lantern. So, good for you, Elliot okay. Mintz. Um, so, so, let's see. His uh, bo- his Cabernet joke gets screwed by Rob. So, I just can't wait to see how Elliot tries to take down Rob in the future. Put a yes. pin in that one. And then Kathy tells us, you have to bring a fun dinner date because then you're adding something. It's not just someone sitting there with a long face just looking at their watch. <laughs> and then I think there was a little bit of shade by the producers because after Kathy does this whole thing about how you have to bring a fun dinner date because you add something, it cuts to Rinna walking in alone. And she's like, hi, Elliot. How are you? How are you? <laughs> and Elliot goes, mm, when can we get some more sequences? Which I think he meant sequins. And uh, we then we see a flashback to that famous party, etc. And then um, my favorite person of the episode, the candy sculptor, uh, there was a guy making animals out of sugar. And, um, you know, just got to say, let's see Crystal's kids do that, huh? Let's see them do that, all right? <laughs> it's like, well, my kids did cut me some candy, but it sucked. So I sent my kids away for the week and hired a candy maker. Well, they made a beautiful candy sculpture, but they also got third-degree burns. And I'm like, listen, until you can do it without burning yourself, you're really not acceptable to me. <laughs> until you can learn how to do this professionally, get the fuck out of my kitchen. How about that? So Kathy, Kathy's like, well, I want a piece of that candy, but I'm not sure what I am. It's like, what am I in the Chinese uh, Zodiac or whatever? And Crystal goes, oh, you're a pig. Uh, Rena, you're a rabbit. And I was like, geez, out of context, that would be very rude, ma'am. If someone turned to me and was just like, you're a pig. <laughs> Rena, you can be the rabbit. I'm surprised they didn't use that in the trailer. You're a pig. Um, <laughs> yeah, they would. Bravo would do that. With the dun-dun music. And Rinna is a rabbit, which I'm a rabbit as well. Are you? So look at that. I don't the know what I Rinna. am. I'm a December December baby. Does that make me a... What I don't I? know. What, I'm, am I responsible? What am I the farm <laughs> keeper for Chinese OTX? I sort of thought you'd have like a little chart up. So no. <laughs> I learned my bunny off the Chinese food restaurant when I was a little kid and I never forgot it. So I can always say like I, whenever it's appropriate, I just say you're of the bunny. Um, I'm going to try to look it up because people are going to message me all week if I don't look up my 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 Zodiac sign. Mm, it's too hard to look up. So I guess I'll just receive that answer. So Rena thinks it's funny that she's a bunny because she gave back the bunny to Kim. Um, mm-hmm. Another season, she was acting like a total victim where she was the monster, which yeah. I think is funny. And then we got a clip of the just one tear coming down her eye. <laughs> um, and then there's a snake. And Kathy's like, who should we give that to? Can we get a few of those, please? <laughs> uh, and then Garcelle comes up to Rinna and she's like, wow, Rinna, look at you. I didn't even recognize you. And Rinna goes, <laughs> And she's like, well, this is a look. And she goes, don't you like it? Don't you like it? She goes, you look so good. So good. And then Garcelle tells us, it's not my favorite, but what are you going to say to someone? I mean, hi. Like, you got to say it. Hi. Okay. You look great. You know, you look wonderful, Rena. Really wonderful. I'm just going to respond to Rena the same way everyone's responded to me since Coming to America Part 2 came out. 
You were in a film. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, I had all of one line. So, um, so now Maurice, Mauricio and Kyle show up, and lots of hugs and kisses. And Rob is like, oh, well, you probably thought 2020 was over, right? And Maurice goes, well, as far as I'm concerned, I'll keep celebrating New Year's for, for another six months. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, I really love New Year's and, like, it's a great time to have a celebration. And, you know, like, there's a lot of things going on, yeah, a lot of fun times. Yeah, there's things going on. And, and like, you can celebrate. There's going to be fireworks. You have champagne. Yeah. You have caviar. And, and, you know, caviar. it's like a time for, like, renewal yeah. and expression. Shiny. And, and so, like, I'm just happy to have a New Year yeah. to be alive. Upsetting. <laughs> uh, so then Dorit sees Elliot Mintz and she's like, oh, <laughs> I'm going to be sure to make no trips to the bathroom tonight. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Kirk uh, accuser. <laughs> um, by the way, I believe I'm horse. My zodiac sign is horse. Thank you very much. Um, so, yeah, Dorita is like very, she looks like sort of like 1940s, right? Because she's all in red. She's got like a white sort of stole or whatever. So it doesn't matter. Uh, Garcelle pulls Rena to the side. And while she's pulling Rena to the side, Kyle um, Kyle's talking to Kathy. And she goes, well, I called, I called Crystal and asked if I should wear any colors. And she said, just don't wear white because it means death. And Kathy is sitting there and she goes, oh, I thought you said death. Because I have hearing problems. I thought you said deaf. And then I just assumed you'd be talking about Halloween again. So I kind of zoned out. <laughs> and it's funny because Kathy is wearing white. She's wearing like <laughs> white and pink or something. So then um, Garcelle is talking about how busy she is and stuff. And she's like, oh, I did a press junket for coming to America. Then I did three shows today. You know, busy life. And Rena's like, ha ha, that is insane. Be careful what you wish for. Be careful what you wish for. You just smile. Be careful what you wish for. Three, four, four, two, three, four. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck is going on with this lady? And it's pretty evident to me that Rinna hates Garcelle, right? Like, this was not her usual enthusiasm. It was like her fake enthusiasm. I mean, she already has a lot of fake enthusiasm, but this looked like she was like, I don't know what to say to Garcelle right now, so I'm just going to sing a song that I'm going to make up on the spot, right? Well, so, it's the season finale, so everybody's like, oh, God, here we go. You know, yeah. it's like anybody talks to you in the season finale, you're, go, you're like, this bitch is trying to start a fight with me right now. Like, well, now I have to fight with Garcelle? Come on. I've already used my sauce storyline. Where am I supposed to go from sauce? <laughs> so Garcelle asked, like, how, how does Rena think, you know, how does she feel about how, where they stand, etc.? And she's, I feel nice with us. I feel like we walked a long road. Of, well, some of us drove a long road to deliver some sauce. And I feel like it was a very, very, very <laughs> long road with no text at the end to say thank you for driving that long road with sauce. <laughs> long road. Long road without cell service, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so she's like, I think we've progressed, right? And then uh, we get a clip of their year, um, which was really trying hard to make some drama where there really wasn't any. Yeah. Uh, so Rena's like, you know, um, I've just tried because I think that together we're really fun. We're really fun. Look at this. Look how we're together right now. Look what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> I came up with a song. <laughs> so fun. We're so fun together. Oh, God. I better get lost in the sauce. 
<laughs> Which is a reference the finger to dancing. Me lost, it's the finger to dancing for me. I just died. Okay, so she's like, "Well, I think you should call Denise." Which I think all of us at this point were like, "Oh, come on, she's uh, gone." <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I actually did not feel that way. I felt like I felt like it was a. Um, you know, I feel like you know all of them did have friendships before the show, and I th- I thought it was a um, I thought it was like a I, I didn't I was not I did not think it was like a crazy ask, um, and Rena just tilts her head like huh, hmm. 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 which is her way of saying you fucking bitch I can't believe you're bringing up Denise to my face on the season finale right and yeah, she know, just looks at her like I'm gonna give you the same answer you gave to Harry Stoss <laughs> none <laughs> none no response. Uh, <laughs> Harry Hamlin, I believe you meant, not Harry Styles, because I like the idea that Garcelle. Did I say Harry Styles? Yeah, I like the idea that Harry that Garcelle gave Harry Styles the cold shoulder. <laughs> no, I said Harry Sauce. The oh, same Harry reaction Sauce. You gave Harry Sauce. Oh, Harry Sauce. I heard Harry Styles. <gasps> that makes a lot more sense, Ronnie. But she does love Harry Styles, so there you go. It all yeah. it all comes together. And you know what, Rena loves hairstyles. Yeah. <laughs> um. So then, um. Rena's like, whatever. She's like, you know, you know my thing. It's all about timing. Which is hilarious because Rena will like come to your baby shower and be like, hey, do you remember that time you blew that preacher in Mexico? <laughs> like she's the worst with timing ever, you know? So, so she's like, I just love good timing, okay? And I'm not someone who holds grudges. You were the, you were not the victim, ma'am, in that yeah. whole thing. So... Uh, Rinna, who sort of was one of the loud voices that sent Denise packing because they were really mad that she may or may not have had some sort of relationship with Brandy Glanville, and they just really hammered on that point, says, my relationship with Denise is my business, and no one's going to tell me what to do, and I'll do whatever I want. I feel like doing it, because when it feels organic and natural, that's what I'll do. So I'm like... I'm sort of sensing a double standard here about like her relationship being her own business versus Denise's relationship with Brandy being her business. Oh, right. So basically Garcelle's just like, well, I'd like to see more action and less talk. So then Erica shows up and she looks like a scab. Okay. She's dressed like a scab. I don't care how expensive the dress is. She looks like a dried ass scab. Yeah. Uh, blood clot, if you will, to reference big business. Um, this is how we come dressed to the office. You look like a blood clot. <laughs> and so Kyle, she and Kyle have a very similar hairstyle. So Kyle's like, oh my God, Erica, I need a photo. I need a photo of Erica. So she just like runs up and they like take photos and everything. And then next up is Sutton. who's like, my, f-, she's in her car. And she's like, my foot is killing me. And her boyfriend, Michael, literally, I'm not even sure he even knows who Sutton is. I, I, I always find it strange when they interact because I feel like he is just like just there for the ride, you know? Yeah, he's just like someone's dad, you know? Yeah. It's like if you're you're at a soccer game or something and drop the kids off and like someone's dad needs a ride. And you're like, hey, do you need a ride? You're someone's dad. I'll give you a ride. And then they're just <laughs> sitting in the car like, hmm, just kind of looking out the window like a dad. Yeah. That's how he is. It's very, or it's like that. Def- he definitely gives the energy of like an Uber pool situation. Like he's just a stranger oh, yes. that wound up in your Uber because you decided to do Uber pool, right? And so you're just making yeah. a conversation with him. But he's kind of perfect for Sutton because Sutton's like, my boots. I mean, it's helping a little bit because there is a pool of blood at the foot of this boot. <laughs> and he's like, there is not a pool of blood at the foot of your boot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, so she tells us that she's letting go of Erica threatening me. But what I'm not ready to let go is, is uh, I'm not ready to let go of what I've read and what I know. I'm like Tom Petty. I won't back down. <laughs> Very specific reference. <laughs> so um, so she comes in and like as soon as she walks in, Erica goes, oh, I love candy. And she just like heads off to the, sca- the candy sculptor. <laughs> I'll have four candies, please. Four. How you doing, baby? Yeah, and Garcelle's like, well, I thought Erica and Sutton were doing great, but <laughs> that was a high buy for sure. <laughs> and then we go to dinner. It's time for dinner. So Elliot's like, oh, Kathy, why do you see this room? I call it Cabernet because it's just so red and gorgeous. <laughs> I call it Bordeaux. Shut up, Lion King. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> you know I was up in the I was in the run on to direct the Lion King too till you stole it, Rob. So then um there's like there's some drums and everything. There's some sort of like uh, instruments. And of course Mauricio goes just like banging on them and banging on <laughs> it felt like oddly disrespectful to me, uh and annoying. Uh and then uh PK is seated next to Erica. He's like Erica, they always sit me next to you. She's like, you know why? Cause we always get into trouble. How are you, baby? How are you, baby? Like, Stop doing that. How are you, baby? I hate that. How are you, baby? <laughs> they sat you next to her because you're supposed to start a fight with her and confront her about all the shit you said behind her back, PK. Yeah. That is what you're supposed to do. But everybody showed up to the season finale not feeling like doing their jobs. Okay, PK? You well, were also- not invited to eat a goddamn dumpling, sir. <laughs> well, also, it just shows how fake they all are, right? I mean, PK really, I mean, he was like the truth, the truth teller. Uh, for the past few episodes and he has laid into laid into Erica and then sitting here he's like oh the bravery you've had it's all on your shoulders which look beautiful by the way what sort of moisturizer do you do you, uh, do you use because they're just absolutely sensational you are the epitome of innocence honor among thieves Ooh. so then um uh Rob stands up to give his speech and he basically just like holds up a dumpling he's like <laughs> Rob, Rob, Rob. Wrong wrong event, Rob. Okay. He really can't let go of that success. <laughs> He's like, well, everyone, I want to uh, welcome you all. Uh, here is my glass of wine. And here's a glass of wine that my children poured. Unfortunately, they got some drops on the side of the glass. So we're just going to throw it. Hold on. Let me just throw it in their faces per my wife's instructions. <laughs> there you go, kids. All right. So he says, true friend doesn't make your problems disappear. A true friend doesn't disappear when the problems come. Okay. And Erica's like, I'm into that, baby. I'm into that one. <laughs> so Crystal says, I just want to say how grateful I am for all of you guys. I know that sometimes I'm quiet, but my heart cannot be more open than tonight, except for my, my children's cakes. I mean, they're really awful. I don't even know why they even bother. So I just want to, I'm just glad that I could share my culture. And my family, just not the cakes my family produces. Thank you so much. So she's like, Happy New Year of the Ox. And Kyle goes, Happy New Year. <laughs> just this weird bored drone. Happy New Year. <laughs> she's like, you know, my niece Paris and I, not only do we look alike, we sort of sound alike too. We're basically like vocal twins. So, so uh, Crystal's like, now everybody, you have an envelope with some money in it, and when the animal comes, feed it. And Erica just jumps on the floor and starts barking. <laughs> rough, rough, motherfucker. 
<laughs> and Kyle goes, what animal? What animal? Kyle is so excited to get like money in spades. She's like, who, where? I've already put five bills in Erica's mouth. Are there any other animals? Anyone? Kyle, your animal is running around the freeway like usual. She's like, get back in here. <laughs> Kyle can't control any animal her in her dogs, life. Storm. <laughs> Storm somehow like runs into the restaurant like, oh, did I leave the door open again? So the uh, dragons come out and Kyle, of course, freaks out, like does a faux freak out because that's yeah. what Kyle does like for literally, that's Kyle's personality. You know, my, my favorite part about the dragons, first of all, I love the dragons. It's just so cool. And then my favorite part was at one point, the, dra- the they're sort of doing the whole thing going like up and down and everything and around the table. And then there's the, the, the table is sort of in this like sunken area and the dragon sort of winds up in this more elevated area where the, the instruments are. And then it has like a little banner that just says... Best wishes to all. And I was like, that is the sweetest dragon to have like a little banner that says, best wishes to all. <laughs> and I like, think there was like some spacing issues, how they were sat and all the cameras, because the dragons were coming out, and, you know, it's like multiple people under this thing. And so it usually does like a wave. If you guys have ever been to Chinese New Year, it's really fucking cool. If you haven't, you should go. And so it does this wave thing, but it didn't have the room. So the back of it, the back of it was like stuck up against this post. And so it was still <laughs> just humping. And I was like, oh my God. The dragon is scratching his butt on the post. It's like a real little pet. <laughs> I love the dragon. I want the dragon to be a cast member. <laughs> oh. So, so then, um, Maurizio. So the dragons are dancing and the drums are going. And Maurizio just closes his eyes and throws his head back like, yeah. I yeah. I was like, it's not that. a strip club, you fucking weirdo. <laughs> like, yeah, make it rain on my face. Yeah, He's so high. He's so high in that moment. Um, so, uh, fun fact, uh, the, uh, one of the people uh, controlling the dragon was Dana, Dana Mulkey. No. So, um, <laughs> I don't know. I just had a vision of Dana Mulkey being like, be like, guys, I'm still on the show. Still on the show. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, uh, Ky- afterwards, Kyle's like, oh, I thought something fell from the ceiling and broke and I nearly had a heart attack. <sighs> Did you guys see? Did you guys see me? Did you see me? I was freaking out, guys. Did you see me? Yes, Kyle. Did you see that expression of terror was something I learned on the set of Halloween. Thank you. Thank you. I'd like to dedicate that moment to Jamie Lee Curtis. So, um, hey, Sutton, how's your house coming along? You still stuck in my house because you are a renter and you owe me $30,000 this month on Sutton? And Garcelle's like, she wants you out. Kyle goes, no, I don't. (laughs) Garcelle's like, I'm kidding, Kyle. I'm just (laughs) kidding. So um, Kyle's like, oh my god, she's been saying six weeks for six months. And so then it moves to, like, is there something that you say traditionally on New Year's? And Crystal's like, well, you prep for New Year's, first of all, by cleaning your home, you get your hair cut, you don't swear. And then Erica's like... And everyone's like, oh, Erica. And she goes, well... I'm a bad Catholic. I mean, what do you want me to say? Fuck everybody. Well, look at me. I'm crazy. I'm a crazy rock and roll pop star who says fuck you to everything. Remember when Madonna went on David Letterman 30 years ago? That's who I am, everyone. <laughs> hey, am I talking about how I like to pee on my feet in the shower? That's, uh, <laughs> that's uh, stolen, Erica. All right, man. Fuck you, man. So Crystal's like, um, but on New- on the day, you don't want to actually like sweep or take out the trash. And Kyle goes, oh, no sweeping. Kyle, uh, Sutton, that's not metaphorical for you, okay? About you sweeping things under the rug. Sutton, talk <laughs> about sweeping things under the rug. 
sweeping the Erica on because you talked about Erica. <laughs> God, Kyle. At le- you know, you are worse than Vanderpump ever was, and at least she had some fucking subtlety about it. You know? Yeah. I mean, she may have left a fingerprint or like some trace DNA on some shit, but you're just like holding up like a sign so you don't have to do anything. You know? Yeah. And like, well, I don't think I do sweep things under the rug, which is actually a lie. Like Sutton is clearly a rug sweeper person. So, um, she's like, I'm going to kill you all one day. Erica, though, I do think that if we're going to talk about sweeping under the rug and starting the new year off right, if we can both find a place to do that before the blood in my foot pulls up too badly, I would be very happy. And I don't want to sweep under the rug or keep anything under the rug because, first of all, the rugs at Cal's house are not very nice, okay? Second of all, I'm a germaphobe, so I don't want any ill will between us going into this Chinese New Year. So, anyway, now is the time for you to reply in a very polite way that indicates that you'd also be interested in moving forward. The floor is yours. So, it's just complete silence. Erica's doing her thing where she's just, like, you know, making soap opera faces. And it's a long silence. And then Elliot's like... I didn't hear what she said. Kathy's like, I'll tell you later, Elliot. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on, the show is still going on. Why is everyone so quiet? Because uh, we're waiting for you to say something back. She's like, I've got nothing to say. Nothing at all. And Erica tells us, I don't need an apology from someone who's ready to condemn me. So then it cuts back to real life. And Sutton's like, I mean it from the heart. And Erica's like, that means nothing. So basically, no one's coming to work today. Everyone just came yes. for dumplings. There will be no finale fight. Which, and this is kind of the problem of just pinning all of your drama on the season on two people. Like, if they don't feel like working that day, Kyle, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you even here? <laughs> um, uh, by the way, I just want to say that in general, I think showing up just for dumplings is totally acceptable in life. Like, I will, Not on a I Housewives will- show. Well, if someone said you get your dumpling after you create the drama, that would have been the smarter way to proceed. Like the producer yeah, should have well, been like, "Not with these people." We'll unleash the dumplings, but first you have to fight, okay? And then you get your <laughs> yeah. dumpling because I will literally do anything for a dumpling. Like I am, like you could literally manipulate me to do anything, as long as you say at the end there's gonna be a lovely little dumpling. I'm like done. Tell me what to do. So Sutton's still trying to make this work because Erica's giving her nothing. So she's like, well, I'll speak for all of us, I'm sure, when I say that we all want to see you come out of this shining bright. Mm, Like a diamond. I know that that's the (laughs) lyrics of the song, but I don't want to push you too much because I know that that's going to probably be a struggle for you for a while. But we do want you to come out shining silver. Maybe shining some silver, polishing cubic zirconium, huh? Let's well, shine bright like a cubic zirconium, okay? We won't yeah. shine, shine bright like a little piece of mica, okay? So then, um, uh, so yeah, and then Reese's like, "Well, I agree with that." Uh, was what are we actually talking about? I just woke up. Actually, I just know when I wake up, I should always say I agree with that. Anyone? Well, I said thank you, and Reese's like, "Well, I think what she's saying is she just needs a minute." And PK's like, "She needs more than a minute, babe. She needs a dollar a minute for twenty-five million minutes." All right, that's and what she needs. Sutton tells us, "Why am I? Why, why am I trying so hard with this woman? And what do all these women see in her?" I was like, "Thank you for finally asking the question that's been on all of our minds." So um, then Kyle tells us. 
you know, I understand that you've been through a lot, Erica, but you still have to apologize to people. Sutton is trying to make peace and move forward, and now Erica has to do her part. Well, Kyle, maybe Sutton wouldn't have to work so hard if you didn't just, like, fan the flames earlier this episode. <laughs> and know, also, Kyle just say this, why don't you ever everything. say this to Erica? Kyle explodes everything, and then she's like, come on! Why isn't this working? You know, she gets all upset. <laughs> so then they move to the bar and they're like, okay, well, that sucked. So still the season finale. So now let's try some other stuff. Let's just leave PK sitting with Erica. Surely <laughs> something will come something. of this, right? So he's like, that was epically uncomfortable. The silence. And she's like, I got bigger fish to fry. And he's like, well, they're all fish, aren't they? So I don't know what that Is that what he said? Will you be serving tartar sauce with that? Because I'm not be interested. So whatever um, fish, whatever fish you fry, just don't let Kyle fry it, please. <laughs> yes, <laughs> just as long as Kyle keeps it away from the oven. So he's being like all he's like he's being all nicey nicey. He's, he's like that is epically uncomfortable. Genius, genius. He's like kissing her ass, you know. Yeah. So, so then, then Sutton and Kyle go to the bathroom, and Kyle's really trying to make this tape. work. She's like the captain of the softball team, you know, at break. She's like, Kyle's, Sutton says, well, I talked to her, and she said nothing. She's like, well, that's weird, because in Delmar, I thought you were okay. That's so weird. I don't know why she's what mad happened? now. Isn't that crazy? It's almost like she, like, one minute she's fine, then she goes out to dinner with the three of us, and now all of a sudden she's not fine anymore. That's so weird. And that's why I was joking. That's why I was joking about sweeping under the rug, you know, like TV's bloopers of practical jokes, one of those guys. Because, like, you know, now she's not talking to you anymore. Like, I, that was, I was just making a joke, you know, being yeah. honest. But still trying to get Kyle to go out there and, or get Sutton to go out there and start a fight. So everybody's lining or getting the desserts that are laid out, and Erica's choosing coconut. And then Sutton goes up to Rena and she's like, Well, I have to talk to Erica, I guess, because Kyle is making me talk to Erica. So I guess I have to try again. And Rena's like, Well, I'm no therapist, <laughs> and I shouldn't be. <laughs> I mean, I forgot what we were talking about, but guess what? I love finger dancing. <laughs> a finger dance. <laughs> So Kathy goes up to Erica and says, you know, I think that you and I are a lot alike. You know, we we hold certain things back and I'm very sensitive. And, you know, we just casually sell things for $52 million. Oh, is that not what you do? Okay. <laughs> it was nice talking to you. I think we're alike. You're like the poor version of me. You're like me without anything. You're basically <laughs> like an unaccessorized me. I'm, you're nothing like me. Why don't we just go to this other group so you can be around other people you're more similar to? Here's my cocktail napkin. Thank you for disposing of this for me. Thank you. The service has been wonderful tonight. So you go to Sutton and Kyle. And Kyle's like, we were just having a conversation about you guys. <laughs> and Erica's like, oh, what were you saying? And Sutton goes, that we need to talk. Don't, don't, don't. So we go to commercial. And we're thinking, here it is. Finally, the season finale. <sighs> Nothing. Yeah. So it's like, I would like to clarify some <laughs> things that I said. You know, I'm not judgy, judgy. And Erica says, well, it certainly came across that way. Well, I was at first. I was very judgy, judgy. I mean, I almost Hard had an afternoon hear. TV show because I was so judgy, judgy. Hard to hear. Hard to hear. Do not write. Do not pee on my ankle <laughs> and call it rain. Okay. Because there's actually a lot of blood down there. So we have to keep the liquid separate. <laughs> so... Erica's like, well, I'm glad you said it because it was hard to hear. And I felt like you and I were friends and you came to my home and we have connected on certain things. And I just, I needed more faith on who I was. And of course, who I was is a mystery because I've only given you little crumbs here and there. But I need you have faith in me. You know, it was hard to hear. What? 
It was hard to hear. I can't hear. Oh my god, it's because I'm wearing white. <laughs> Elliot, could you translate for that? Like, I the just... Lion King motherfucker stole my joke. <laughs> Listen, what I'm trying to say is, oh, before you get into that, I will have a Diet Coke. I'm not a waitress. so basically whatever erica's like listen i just need a minute um you know we'll get along later or whatever and that's the end basically we get all of their tagline their little ending uh posts and they do it in a different format we don't get like a shot of the lady like pausing with the side you know paragraphs now it's just over the screen like movie credits which is really weird i don't know i don't know that i needed to change there Okay. I know. I do need to change. Axe Kyle. She's doing nothing. Okay. Kyle at this point is shit stirring, which I guess that that is a part of being a real housewife, but you also have to do something. She does nothing. What Kyle, purpose Kyle, does she even serve? <laughs> she, her purpose is to enrage us. Um, Kyle does. I'm very impressed because even though there's nothing left of this episode, she still manages to work in the word honest like 45 more times. She goes, you know what? If she's going to be honest, she needs to be, feel safe and to be honest. And then you can have an honest conversation. Honestly, that's the only honest way to do it. And the only honest path to go forward is to be honest and have an open, honest conversation. It's like, Kyle, stop talking about being open and honest when you were the shadiest person on the show. But Kyle does at the very end, because Kyle has probably been told, okay, Kyle, you've got to like say something anti-Erica here, or you're going to get in deep shit with the audience, right? Because she goes, in front of everybody, she goes, you know, I mean, come on, Erica. It's like I've said all along, I'm, I'm here to support my friend, not defend my friend, because I don't know the whole story. I was like, oh, <laughs> yes. Kyle, you sly. Not yes. even Sly. I mean, it's just like Kyle's version of Sly, right? Yeah, exactly. And then we just sort of see Erica holding court, just sort of saying like a lot of facile things like, you know, this life isn't for wimps, you know? You just have to put one foot in front of the other, <laughs> step by step, day by day. Am I right, everyone? Waste not, want not, all right? Standing tall. On the wings of the wind. <laughs> Thank you for being my friends. I need time, and time is money, so I need money. Anybody? Anybody? Anybody I bet got we've been time? together for a million years, and I bet we'll be together for a million more. Am I right? Am I right? What would we do, baby, without love? What would we do, baby? So then Dorit, who also did fucking nothing this whole season, is like, I don't know if the strongest person on earth can even survive what you did, Erica. <laughs> Erica! <laughs> and Dorit's big ending is that she's adding ready-to-wear to her wedding dress line, and uh, she's designing her own gown for the reunion. PK <laughs> named it The Reunion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, it was still it was a great season, uh, even if the finale was not absolutely amazing you know the beverly hills doesn't always give an amazing finale you know certain shows do certain things really well like orange county normally has a good uh finale oh, orange county is you never know with orange county these days like new york usually gives a good trip uh orange county normally gives a good actually orange county normally gives a good uh reunion but beverly hills has its strengths but i don't know if finales are like i don't know if there's a lot of super memorable Beverly Hills finales, but um, overall, it was really good to have a very 
fun Beverly Hills season again after some sort of like up and down seasons. So it was great. It was a great season. Yeah, fun times. And hey, there's still a month left because yeah. up next are the reunions. So we will be doing this through November, everybody. Oh, it's crazy. Thanks, everyone, for listening and for watching. Um, everyone have a wonderful weekend. And we will be back. Uh, well, we have a bonus episode still coming up this week. Uh, and we will be back uh, on the main show next Monday. Bye, everyone. Bye. Watch What Crappens would like to thank its premium sponsors. Ain't no thing like Alison King. Ashley Savoni, she don't take no baloney. She's not just a Sheila, she's a Daniela. Itchels, Dana C. Dana Do. Aaron McNicholas, she don't miss no trickleus. Hava Nagila Weber. Jamie, she has no less namey. Sipped some scotch with Jessica Trotch. Just saying, okay. We McLovin, Karen McClellan. She's always supplying, it's Kelly Ryan. Kristen the Piston Anderson. Megan Berg, you can't have a burger without the Berg. You don't touch the Nicky Morgan letters. There ain't no problem that Sarah Salvia can't solve ya. The Bay Area Betches, Betches. And our super premium sponsors. Better than Tabbouleh, it's Annie and Julie. Somebody get us 10 cc's of Betsy MD. Always the wiser, it's Allison Weasler. We're taking the gold with Brenda Silva. She's cheese on a bagel, it's Megan Ragel. Erica, 500 days of summers. The incredible edible Matthew sisters. Don't get salty with Christine Pepper. Let's go on a bender with Lauren Fender. My favorite Murdo, Karen McMurdo. No one makes us feel well like Megan Cap Sewell. Mina Coochie Coochie Coochie. Give him hell, Miss Noel. Sarah Greenwood, she only uses her power for good. Can't have a meal without the Emily sides. Shannon, out of a cannon, Anthony. Let's get racy with Miss Stacy. Let's take off with Tamla Plain. She ain't no shrinking Violet Kuchar. We love you guys. 